but like virtually in front of me because I'm so so excited to be here because it's been such a while I mean I have not forgotten this beautiful ministry the Catholic Warriors talk show on this podcast and if you're watching this Facebook Instagram YouTube or listening to this it's just so exciting because I mean really I know I've disappeared since February but I know for a fact that I've been busy left right and center I did not just take a break be like I don't want to talk anymore like I love talking and I posted a few videos like I did a speech pitching the Young Rosie Prayer Wars of Canada and officially launching the ministry website so if you're interested tune in in our ministry on a daily basis on zoom all the information is there on www.youngrosyprayerwarriorsofcanada.com and i'm just so so excited that our lord has done so many great things between february and then my birthday in march and then like in april and now and i can't believe like april is already like saying goodbye and the fact that like easter was just last weekend and then this coming sunday is divine mercy sunday and i'm just like whoa wait a second like i just like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. and soon eventually it's gonna be like half the year is over like june and then you know it's sunday and then once september hits that's when like things kind of like snowball into like christmas and i'm like wait i'm still enjoying the 2022 so that's why i'm telling you friends God has so many beautiful surprises, so just don't, don't be like, wait, God, I'm not right. Just, you know, if God plops into your life, just go after it. That's what I've been trying to do. Like, literally from the last podcast episode that I uploaded until now, the website was launched. Events were happening, and it's just a lot of planning needed to be done. So a lot of behind the scenes was literally needed to be prioritized. You know, a lot of planning and a lot of managing whatnot, but it's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. That's why I really, really say all the time when it comes to dealing with a ministry, being a part of a ministry, leading a ministry, you take it seriously, whether you are getting a check at the end of the week or not. Like, honestly, I'm doing all these volunteer, but I love it. I love it so much because it's just what... You know, it's in my heart and I just can't, can't just keep it inside of me like a little Pandora box. And honestly enough, it's just, I know God provides, right? We have our humble beginnings. I know for sure the ministry has just been a little, little peep size, but now it's just constantly growing. And I'm just so, so, so grateful to our lady, God, Jesus Christ and God our Father for all the blessings for our guest priests coming in and all the events that have been happening. And we just have two coming two events coming up as well one next week and on the 30th and then that one talk as well online next Tuesday so that's why it's just it's a lot of things that have to be done I know it sounds like a lot of work but at the same time too if you love if you really love what you're doing it won't feel like you know a boring nine to five mundane job right it will just feel like you just love doing it and you just don't realize how much time you spend on it until it's like the fruits start to bear and that's when you know that's god's like beautiful miracle in your face right so a lot of things have been happening so don't worry i have not forgotten you guys you guys are so wonderful and all i ask for from our lord every time i post a, an instagram an Instagram post of inspirational stuff or this one, you know, any video that I post, I literally just ask our Lord just like at least one soul. Like 
I'm not expecting like 50 million people, but just one, just one. Like just touching one heart, one soul, and that's it. You know, that's all I ask for. But if I get like two, three, that's a bonus, right? I can never ask for more. Like we just have to ask for what God wants and that's it. You know, call it a day and just see how our Lord will just really show you what he wants for you to do. So whatever God places in your heart to pursue, just go after it. Just go after it, not being afraid, not being like, God, preach. I need to like have all these affirmations or confirmations first before I make a move. It's like, no, don't, don't, don't. No, like, honestly, you're distressing God when you're trying to have those, trying to, like, make sure you have everything all, like, planned out or everything's like, okay, I won't get rejected or okay, everything will be perfect. No, it's like, if you plan something and little tweaks just kind of, like, go off balance, just work with it. I mean, I remember when I did the first event uh, for the ministry, technology was not my best friend. <laughs> I literally had a plan in my mind, and so I immediately just, like, improvised and just thought of an idea on the spot, according to the Holy Spirit, to, you know, to just learn for the next time, right? So you have to always keep that positive attitude, especially if you're leading a ministry. You take it seriously that your negativity of your own personal life is not affecting everyone else, right? Like, you just offer all the negativity in life. I literally jinxed myself because I was just talking about technical issues, <laughs> and yet, my, like, my, my recording, like, whole thing just had technical issues. But, as I was saying, though, so, literally, when you plan something out for, like, a ministry, one thing I've personally learned is that, you know, when... You know, when the enemy tries to like try to throw you off in some angles or some ways and God permits it, you just let go with the flow, you know, ask the Holy Spirit to tell you what to do and just see how the Lord will work. And then you just learn for the next time. You're like, okay, I'll make sure this one happened and then for the next time and so on and so forth. So it's just, it's a learning process, but it's so beautiful to be able to see, you know, people having fun, people praying together. And I just love how like we did the Rose procession on the Slim Two Feet Save St. Joseph. So a lot of things have been happening. And I know it's, again, as, as I said before, I know it sounds a lot of work, but it's fun. It really is fun if you really love what you're doing. But if you don't have the wholeheartedness of heart for the ministry, then you're kind of just lying to yourself as a hypocrite. And people will feel the hypocrisy, sadly enough. So that's why I personally learned it first-hand experience when it comes to working with people in ministries. Like, you can really tell, like, they're there. Like, they're there physically, mentally, spiritually, 100%, right? Not that I'm judging, but you can just feel the vibes. And it's just, it's a little sad. But at the same time, though, you just leave that in God's hands, right? Hopefully in God's time that they will have that time of enlightenment, right? So a lot of the things that we experience in our life, you know, God does permit it for a true purpose and a meaning, right? We won't actually see it, not until later on in our life, right? So you just got to go with the flow, go with the flow, see how God works, and just celebrate for God every single day. Wake up and be grateful for another day to live for Him. I know this strand of hair is like kind of in my way, but it's okay. <laughs> I love being candid with you guys. It's just, it's so fun. And literally just talking to a camera is just such a good way to be able to talk to people in person. It's a good practice, especially during pandemic, like the lockdowns. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> like now it's just like, I, I can't wait to talk to people like a crowd, like live in person. Like that's my dream. <sighs> but 
it's all God's will. It's what he wants, not what I want. I just do what I can and let God handle the rest. So that's why I just walk, go with the flow, see how God works, and don't be afraid. You know, that's the biggest obstacle that is such a hard stop for a lot of people to pursue God's plan, right? Like the moment they feel that sense of like fear of rejection or just fear of things not working according to they, how they want it, it's like a hard no. They're like, no, sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna pass. Like, no, and then you miss out on so much beautiful things that God has in store for you. So even though it may seem bumpy at times right i'm not saying those bumpy times are like easy peasy beautiful go girl no it's not it's it's going to strengthen you and those times of difficulties of trials and tribulations are a way to strengthen your virtues right like yeah you're gonna have spiritual battles like no joke leading a ministry is a lot of spiritual ba battles behind the scenes i'm telling you i don't need to say it all on your face but it does happen and i'm tr constantly trying to just say no to the enemy and say yes to God right and it's just so tempting at times to just like cave in but the more you give those little victories to God the more God will bless you more right yeah it's hard right that's why you guys spend so much time with Christ in church praying to God spending time with God deepening your relationship with God so that you will be able to really distinguish if those things that God placed in your heart is of God or if it's of the enemy disguising himself, right? Like we have to be able to distinguish those little accents of like the enemy trying to pretend, right? And those accents are like a dead giveaway that it's not of God, right? So we just gotta keep trying, right? Like a hundred percent keep on encouraging a lot of people to just keep on trying. And it's the hardest thing to do because we don't know what's gonna happen next right and we as human beings always love to be in control because we want to know what's going to happen next and so we'll be able to kind of make a move and whatnot oh, with god surprises are there <laughs> and they're good ones too i'm not saying it's all good i'm not saying it's all bad but at the end of the day what does god promise us what the best of the best and eternal happiness in heaven therefore god did not promise us to have an easy life he did not promise that he did promise eternal salvation and happiness when we fight the good fight, when we try our best, when we utilize our beautiful gifts, our uniqueness in the image of God, you know, for him, for his glory, not for ourselves. And that's it. We gotta, we really have to walk through that narrow pathway, right? We cannot just blend in with the world and just be like, ah, okay, well, this person's doing it. I'll do it too because they're doing it. It's like, no, like, hello, no, just no. <laughs> That's not how it works. Like, if you just see a bunch of people doing it, that doesn't mean for you to actually do the same. You know, you be different and you be proud of being different. You know, not pride, not proud isn't like arrogant, but like proud isn't like, yes, I'm doing this for God. I'm doing this for him, not for me. So, wow, that was a long intro. But either way, though, I just love talking to you guys because without further ado, really, I really want to just go straight into the topic. But I just want to let you guys know that you guys are my prayers and you guys are always giving me my heart. So don't worry. Don't ever worry. <laughs> Whenever I have these little blips here and there of disappearing, it's not because I don't want to do it. It's just because the priorities has changed. All right. Like I have a schedule, but it's what he wants. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get started. Oh, my 
my true words of Christ, I want to talk to you all today about the act of detachment for God. The act of detachment for God. Now, let me start off with a little scripture before we get started because it will really set the whole tone for the whole entire talk because I just want to really emphasize this very much because I know it's been a little while since I've done a talk, but at the same time though, it's what the Holy Spirit wants. It's how the Holy Spirit will speak through me to you. So however our Lord, however you're touched through this talk, whatnot, just a disclaimer, it's all God's work. Everything here that you hear and you see and everything, everything, everything is all God's work. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I want to start off with the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking good pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went his way and sold all that he had and bought it. Now, think about what is the pearl of great price? Just take a moment and just think, like, what is that pearl of great price? What is it? right? Like a lot of the times you're like, well, it's just a nice pearl, like a diamond ring. It's like, no, think outside the box, think beyond, think beyond. Don't think of just how, how we would normally think on earth. No, think beyond that. Think, think, think. Just take a moment. What's the first thought that comes to your mind, my friends, right? Just take a moment. Just think. It's union with God, right? Union with God. That is why God is waiting to give us so much. He's always calling us every day. But are we listening, right? I've said this before, but honest to God, we constantly fail at times, but little do we know it, right? We tend to choose the world over God. And at the same time, we're not willing to try at times, especially when we're in a bad mood. We're just like, ah, forget it. I'm out. No, not today. Maybe tomorrow. But then we don't know if there's a tomorrow, right? So that's why we have to just focus on unionizing ourselves with God and that if we wish to acquire it, do you really want that union with God or not? Right? Are you just like trying to put a fake face in the world thinking that you're of God, but really God knows what you are, right? So that's why it's very important that we maintain that ability to keep our exterior self matching our interior self. And I've said this so many times before, but I just love that little reminder because at the same time, we're constantly not spending enough time with Christ. You know, we're not spending enough time. We have, we must sell everything that we possess. I'm not saying like literally like what St. Francis Cece did, but you got to let the Lord lead you, right? So therefore going to the topic, right? The act of detachment, you got to start with the things of this world, right? Like if you have a thing for shopping, work on that, right? If you, here, here's the thing though. When it comes to thing that, something they want, maybe something tangible, just be like, do I need it or do I just desire it or do I want it, right? And that goes a long way. 
right? Because at the same time, we have to think, is it what God wants or what is it what we want? Right? And it's, we don't often get the answer like, just like that. And then like, we're done. No, again, God's not like a little Google machine where you just like type in something and bam, there's your answer. No, 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 no. Maybe sometimes, you know, God will just plop the answer for you like just like that, which is great. But not all the time though. There is gonna be some times where he's just gonna kind of let you wait patiently and you growing in virtue of patience. And then all of a sudden when you're just not thinking of it, you just like plop. And you're like, what? What am I gonna do now? <laughs> right? But that's why we gotta keep on trying to detach ourselves from inordinate appetite. Right? Like we just tend to have those like irrational appetites here and there. Like when we're just having a bad day, we tend to just indulge in maybe our favorite chips or our favorite TV shows and just do a marathon for God knows how long. And you just think could I have chosen better? Should I have should I have chosen better to use that time for God? Right? We have to make these little sacrifices here and there. And every sacrifice we make turns into blessings in return. Right? So every sacrifice you make, every time the difficult moments you experience, give it to God and exchange and he will give you the graces you need, the blessings that you need, that he knows that you need, not things that you want necessarily, but things that he knows you need, right? That's why we gotta keep on focusing on working on ourselves every day because we don't know that day, that moment, that hour when God will call us back home. We always feel that sense of complacency that we always have tomorrow. We don't know that. We're not always guaranteed. So that's why the moment you go to bed, know for sure that you did what you can. You pushed your boundaries reasonably, of course, not too much. Reasonably, that you've done what you can. And you know, when you face God, you're right, right? Like I was just telling my siblings of Christ a few days back, like if God actually told you that Jesus is coming like tomorrow at 2 p.m. What are you going to do? They all say, yeah, okay, I'm going to run to church, pray, 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 pray. I'm like, yes, that's great. Good job. But that means you're trying to cram for blessings, right? Cramming and procrastination is the point here. We're supposed to just not do right? Procrastination, cramming. This is not like an exam where you know the exam day and then you're not going to study until like two or three days beforehand. Not the best solution, right? You pray and spend time with God in increments, right? Increments here and there, installations here and there so that you're ready and you know what you're doing. Obviously, the enemy will try to push you over to not do that, but that's when you're like, no, I'm calling our lady to kick you out, okay? To kick your face and to just scram, right? Because at the end of the day, you know very well, my friends, that our, our lady is the most powerful weapon against the enemy. 
Why? Because she is so full of humility, which is the complete opposite of what the enemy is so full of. Right? So that's why detachment practiced with perfection leads effectively to its goal. And what is that goal, friends? What is that goal? Union with God. Right? We got to practice it with love. Every time we detach from something, we can't do it with frustration and that sense of heaviness of heart. No. When you make a sacrifice, when you detach from something from your life, what? You got to do it with love for God. Otherwise, you're, you're lying to yourself. Right? If you're going to start a ministry, do it for the love of God. Not for the sake of trying to be popular and not for the sake of looking good in the eyes of others. Because eventually, the true face is going to show. Because of why? Your commitment level. The commitment level will ultimately show at the end of the day. Over time. Because putting on a show is exhausting. Right? But if you're actually genuine from the get-go, day one, there's no show. It will be your second nature. It will be who you are and you will love it even more. For God. Not for anybody. Not for not pleasing anybody. Who cares about what people think? You only care about what Our Lady thinks, what Jesus thinks, and what God thinks. Period. End of story. Case closed. Right? So that's why now that things are more open than ever, maximize it. Plan things for God. Let God lead you to bring more souls back to Him. By what? Detaching things that are going to weigh you down. Because the more you have all these baggage with you, then how are you going to pursue what God wants you to pursue in your life? You're going to be constantly dragging yourself like over and over. Why do you think Jesus told the disciples and apostles to only carry one tunic, sandals, and a staff? No money. Just those, th like, those three things, that's it. Not an extra tunic either. <laughs> right? And it's so hot back then. Back then right? So... You know, it's really, it's Jesus trying to make a point to them that God will provide for you. Like, if God provided you like three items, that's all you deal with. You don't try to carry too much. No, it's like going to pilgrimage. You're not going to bring, don't bring a lot of things, like a lot. Entrust yourself in God's providence is the key thing here. So when, the more you detach, the more you trust in God's providence. That is the point here. The more you hold on to things, the more you attach to things, the more you're having that sense of distrust for God. Thinking that he's not going to give you what you need and what you want. Right? It's being stubborn. It's having a lack of trust. And so on and so forth. And what are you doing in that process? You're walking right into the enemy's hands. Because why? What the enemy wants you to brew and to get corrupted with is what? Distrusting God's plan and love and mercy. He always tries to plant that seed every day in us. And then trying to nurture that by making us feel sad making us feel the sense of despair, making us feel that sense of like, ah, ugh, I should have done something. It's like, okay, well, stop, okay? Stop having that fear and just go. Go with the Lord and the Lord will show you if it's what he wants or if it's not what he wants. 
Because the more you hold yourself back, you're missing out on life. You're missing out on life for good, okay? The more you hold yourself back because of fear, anxieties, and that sense of like, insecurities, you are wasting time, my friend. Wasting, wasting time. So that's why, for example, if there's a job that you want, if it, you know, for God, especially, try it. And if it doesn't work out, then it's not for you, right? So we gotta constantly think of that in our day-to-day lives to realize that, you know, give it a try. Give it a shot, give it a try, and God will show you yes or no. I personally tried it, and ultimately enough, I felt really happy that I did. Because the last thing in the world you wanna feel is, I should have done something. And do you know how sad that feeling is? Wishing you've tried. It's such a heavy feeling that you don't want to go there. That's why I just learned from personal experience that just try it, go for it. And then God will tell you yes or no. And that's it. You just walk with the lord trust your life into our lord's hands and he will take you there he will lead you there and you have nothing to worry why do you think god tells us so much do not be afraid did he say be afraid and uh get attached to everything because like he's he doesn't have everything for you no right so we gotta think about it friends we gotta think about it constantly when you go to confession right when you go to confession more you are bonding yourself closer to god more you are re you are having that sense of uni- unity with god even more because why you're detaching from your sins think about it right but the more you don't go to confession, the more you're attaching to the sins. And what happens from there? The more you will not want to go to confession because you just feel shameful. You feel that sense of fear. I don't want to do it. And then procrastination. It's like, ah, I got tomorrow. Maybe I'll do tomorrow. It's like, go. Go while you can. If, you're, if you forgot some confession, go the next day and do another installment. Just keep on going. Because why? You know, we gotta be ready. As I've said before, right? We can't think for our we can't think that we got our life in our, into our own hands and we're in control. No. Why? That's that's like slapping God in the face. Like I don't trust you, I don't love you, and I don't like you. How do you think God's gonna feel about that? Clearly he's gonna feel sad. Because it's like I wanna give you the best. You won't let me, but I won't force you because I've blessed you with free will. That's how much God loves you. Why? Because of that free will. He doesn't force you to love him. So the least thing we could do is to detach from the things of this world. Stop carrying those baggages. Everyone's got baggages, but the only thing that really distinguishes each person one person from another is them willing to detach from those baggages. Leave it. 
leave it behind. Be a better person. If you weren't the best person two, three years ago, you strive for greatness. You strive to come better. By what? Detaching from those insecurities, worries, fears, anxieties. And just run to the Lord. Just be like, okay, I've got this insecurity that is just in my, inside me. And I hate rejection. But I know you got me. I know you got me, Lord. You know, just have those affirmations. Reinforcing that love. Reinforcing that trust to God. And trust me. It will become second nature. And you will just radiate that to like people around you. And they're like, what is your secret? How are you like this? And just like, you really want to know my secret? It's a big man upstairs. Capital G-O-D. He's got me. If you want to know how my secret is, trusting more. If you want to know what my secret is, spending time with my father more. My divine father up there. Bring a friend. If you're kind of like, you know, shy to go to church alone, then bring a friend. Just make sure they won't distract you though. You know, that's the best feeling in the world. Just bringing so many people to church together and just going to church and filling up the whole pew. It's just so cute. I love it. <laughs> it's just so cute. I just love filling the whole pew for like Fridays. It's just it's so nice. You know, because why? It's a celebration for God. The more you bring to God, the better. That's our goal that we have to strive for, to bring as much souls back to God. So that's why we must embrace all of the all of these attachments detachments wholeheartedly same thing with being involved in ministries or leading a ministry wholeheartedness is so important such an important element because you can really tell when someone just loves being a part of ministry or leading ministry you can just tell i'm no expert i'm no expert okay i'm not but you can just feel it heart to heart because why? Their actions speak louder. You don't need to say like, oh, I love God. Oh, I'm part of this. Oh, I'm part of that. It's like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to open your mouth and talk about it. The fruits you bear will speak louder. And trust me, people will talk about you without even you even knowing it. And the people tell us like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's all God work. All God working. But really, I'm just saying. That it's the fruits you bear that speak louder. It's the actions through you that speak louder. You don't need to blabber what you do, like a resume. No. Unless you're applying for a job. But my point in the matter is that your actions and the fruits you bear speak louder than ever. Because why? Your focus and your priority is for God. Building God's kingdom, not building things of the world, only for him. He can see through your heart. He knows what you need. He will give them to you in his time, but he knows you're ready. So why don't? Why cling on to things that are just weighing you down? But here's the thing. Detaching of things of God is the worst you can do. Especially if you used to be leading a ministry and just detach from it. 
for own personal reasons, own personal gain. It's the saddest thing in the world to see. Saddest thing in the world to see. Trust me. Quitting on a ministry is just saying like, God, I don't want to spend time for you anywhere. I've got better things to do. Saddest thing in the world. But trust me, God has his way of calling people back. This time. Sometimes it may not be in your favor, but it is what it is. But you allowed it. Why? Because of stubbornness. Stubbornness of wanting to be in control of your own life. That's the worst anybody can ever do. I'm no one to I'm not one to judge. But clearly I don't think God will be happy about it. I don't think so. But either way, you know, what we need to focus on is to be that bold example to other people. Yeah, it will be intimidating to others, but you, you just forget them. Don't forget their... Don't, don't rely on people's opinions. Because you know very well, friends, people will love you, and people will hate you, and people will be, will be what? Jealous of you. So forget it. Stop trying to seek praises from other people for useless reasons. It's pointless. People will talk behind you. People will backstab you. Look at Jesus. He got backstabbed by who? Judas Iscariot. One of his peeps, okay? Who hanged out with him and followed him everywhere. So trust me, if Jesus went through it with us, it's called persecution. You gotta be ready. So therefore, those attachments you make, giving it to God, you leave it alone. Let God take care of it. Trust me. God does a way better job at fighting our fights we can't handle than we can. There's a way better job. Just see how God works. It's amazing how God works behind the scenes. We don't need to ask God to show us, but sometimes it really just comes in our face. But we just gotta know that God's watching. God's watching. So, therefore, Take it seriously. You, by yourself alone, is already ministering itself. Why? Because you are proclaiming the word of God through your actions and the fruit you bear. You don't need to have an official name for you to say like, oh, I'm leading ministry. It's like, mm, no. You can literally just walk down the street. You're a ministry writer on your own. Remember that, right? And then if God knows you're ready to lead people, then the time is now. Time is now. Not tomorrow, not the next day, now, because it's got time, right? So we got to think about it. Make those bold decisions for God. Show that true generosity for God. Keep yourself in check, accountable. Be accountable to others because you're learning in that process as well and you're journeying with that person as well, right? But we don't need to be show off errors, okay? The more we're being humble for God and the fruits we bear, the more he will glorify you through his power. You know what I mean? For his kingdom, obviously. Not for you. No. But glorifying you for him. <laughs> through you. <laughs> As a true instrument. They gotta be happy. Be, be that joyous instrument of God. Right? You don't want to be that miserable instrument of God. You're like, oh, here it goes again, another day. It's like, no. It's like, yeah, we get our bad days and I'm saying, but 
better, right? The moment you're in that process of leading ministry, you take it, you really be in the moment with the people, with them, journeying with them, right? Yeah, not everyone's on the same level, but that's where you call upon the Holy Spirit to be like, hey, Lord, I need the patience. Lord, lead me what to do. What do you ask of me today? What do you want me to detach from today? Think about it. Right? So just remember, remember what? Matthew chapter 13, verse 45 to 46. Use that as a reference to really realize that God is trying to speak about what? Union with him. And you know what to do, friends. To have that full unity with him. You know. You gotta let it go of those baggages. Detach from those things that are just le- latching onto you like a leech. No, you gotta let those go. If God's calling you to pursue something, you don't waste time. No, 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 no. You're like, God, wait, can I just book you in for like a two o'clock appointment? No, you don't do that. <laughs> That's like telling God, I got better things. Who than you? It's like, no, you place God first. And what? Everything will follow. Just remember that. I always love reminding my true words of Christ that every single day. And I want to keep reminding you that. Because it's true. It's true. And trust me. You will see. In your life. If you only allow him to be a part of your life. In your heart. Completely. Wholeheartedly. So. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I know this is a leg video, but I love, love it so much. And I can't wait to upload another one very soon. I'm trying to just follow what days the Lord just wants me to just hit the record button, go. I'm trying to make it weekly. Although if God wants me to do something for him, aside from this, he goes first. He's the big boss. Our lady is the commander in chief. And I'm just a lieutenant. So should you be doing the same thing too in your life. Every day you live for God, you realize that Our Lady is the Commander-in-Chief and you are just the Lieutenant Fallen Orders. So with that said, thank you so much. God bless and I'll see you guys soon. God willing, God time and absolute say in all my videos and all my podcasts, don't be afraid to do two words of Christ. Bye!